The word of today is tolerance. We're afraid to judge and make proper judgments in this world. We want to accept everyone and everything. But in fact, the Bible says something quite a bit different. And today we're going to talk about judging. We talk about the church, family, theology, and even entertainment. In fact, if it's Christian, we're talking about it. This is the Mike Charleston Show. All right, this is the Mike Charleston Show, and today I am joined with Chuck. Hey, Mike. Hey, what's going on? And Sarah. Hello. You're in the chick chair today, and uh, so we're so glad to have you. It's another hot Louisiana day. Absolutely hot. Yes, it is. And so this room is going to get hot soon, but uh, hopefully right now it's, it's air-conditioned for a long enough time. So anyway, Chuck, how you guys been doing? Been we, good. We it's talked been about a, this for a little bit before the show, but yeah, we did. We kind of went over it a little bit. Um, but no, I've been doing good. We've been uh, it's a short week. We had Memorial Day on Monday, so kind of a short work week anyway. That is so true. So enjoyed having a little time off and uh, being at home. Yeah, and we'll talk about our week in the second segment. Uh, halftime. At halftime, we'll talk about things that happened and people who came over and our Memorial Day. But anyway. Chuck, what is what is our topic today? So our topic for the day is judging. Judging. Ooh, sounds scary. Judge not, <laughs> right? Well, it depends. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we will see. Yeah, we wanted to talk about this subject. Basically, you know, like you came over and it's like, what's your point? And I'm like, so the point is that we do need to make righteous judgments. We have to make proper judgments. Sometimes we make too harsh of judgments, and sometimes we want to be too tolerant. That the word of the, the age is tolerance, mm-hmm. and just accept everyone for what they are. And the Bible does teach that we need to make judgments. So we're going to be talking about some of those things: with the right way to judge, what it looks like, what the world looks like, it, what the world thinks judging is. And so we're going to talk about judging today, and hopefully you won't judge us too harshly. <laughs> our last show, we had a lot of harsh judges, and they, they weren't too thrilled with uh, our view on church. But that's okay. That's fine. That's people's opinions, and uh, we, we can live with that. So anyway, so what do we have? Well, if we're going to talk about judging, I guess we first need to define what it is. What is judging? <laughs> so at court, actually, Bay, why don't you go ahead with this part? This is like dictionary definition stuff, okay, right? Okay, right. So to judge means to form an opinion or a conclusion about something. So. Which is, yeah, we, we were talking about if we substituted the word judge with what? Opinion. Right. I have an opinion right. about this. You, you'd like, on a simple scale, it would be like, I like ice cream. Or in the theme of the last few episodes, I like to kiss my wife, <laughs> you know? And uh, that's, a, that's a judgment of sorts. It's a very simple judgment, right? Right. Uh, another harsh, you know, a, a more important judgment, say, is I think abortion is wrong. You know, that would be like, wow, I'm going out there and I'm saying this is wrong. So to form an opinion or conclusion about. Right. So then we also have judge. A judgment is the process of forming an opinion or evaluation by discerning and comparing. So that's um, where, like, we make a judgment. So that would be the noun. Okay, the now, yeah. see, this is where you lose me. <laughs> okay. You start getting into nouns, and can you do judgely? Is that a sub, sub no, noun? No, I don't know? think so. <laughs> no. So, okay, so what is that? But the process of forming an opinion, uh, explain that. Well, so like you said with abortion, we make a judgment saying that abortion is wrong. Right. That, that would be the judgment. 
Well, the example that, that, that you got written here, and it's the, the primary one, is this, in, in the court of law. You right. know, the judge is going to form an opinion based on everything he's going to hear, and he's going to give a final judgment. Right, right. right. Yeah. Based on, it's got to be based on something. This is the, the key here is all our judgments are based on something. Is it based on our culture? Is it based on the Word of God? Is it based on the law of the, the books, of the law of the land? You know, what is our judgments based on? And, and we'll walk through those here as we go through the show here. So yeah. what's the second part there? So we've got a list of items here of, of, of different types of judgments. We make judgments every day. All of us, whether we, we think we think about them and actually contemplate them or whether we just make a simple decision right. and judgment. So what are some of them we got here? What's okay and what's not okay? Yeah, so Sarah, you kind of put up this list, and it's like okay to judge and not okay to judge. So explain what you meant by this. Well, it's just when I was researching judging, people wanted to point out that, like Chuck says, we do judge all the time. So we go through life and throughout our day, there are things that we do, and nobody has a problem with that kind of judging. Right. So that would be like I have there. Well, uh, before you get into the list, okay. let me just say this, though. Okay. It's, it's kind of like a lot of my theology— when we're talking theology, I like to always break it down to a simple form, like in normal life, things make sense. Mm-hmm. It's when we get to theology that we get a little weird. And so this is just another one of those things. In simple life, we recognize how to make judgments and proper judgments, and we're used to doing that. And then when it comes to the Bible and we're reading, we're like, all of a sudden get weird and like, no, we can't do any of that. And, and so right. that's just kind of what your, your point was, right? Right. So, okay, so go ahead. Go to the, the list here. Okay, so like um, I make a judgment of what size container I need to use when I'm putting away leftovers. So I go to Seems the drawer enough. of all the containers, yeah. and I'm like, oh, it looks like this will fit everything. And so I choose. Sometimes I have good judgment. Other times I'm like, oops, go get another one. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that a few times. I'm like, you ain't fitting all that in there. And you're like, I can fit it in. <laughs> Like, but that kind of judgment, everybody's okay with. Nobody's like, oh, you're judging. That's right. Just if you're wrong, judgment. you're wrong. Who cares? Yeah. You get another container, right. a bigger container. The person doing the dishes might be a little bit more upset. But other than that. Right. Or like um, how much time you need to get somewhere. So we look, you know, go into Ohio in a couple of weeks. We look and say, okay, well, the phone says it'll take 15 a hours. A long time. Yes, a, a long, long time. time. <laughs> but we know it will take a longer time than what the phone says. So we yes. try to kind of calculate how many stops we're going to take and we make do this a for work. When right. I, what time do I need to leave? Uh, my work isn't always in the same place every morning. So sometimes it's further into town. Sometimes it's closer to my house. So I'm like, oh, I got about 20 minutes. Oop, I need to get there in 40 minutes. And so I have to make a judgment on how long it's going to take me. Once again, simple, simple, easy judgment. If I'm wrong, what happens? I'm late. You right. know, okay, so what? No big deal. Right. So then the next one, we have competition, like um, our kids are in the Bible bee, and they get judged. When they say their passage, the judge will say, oh, actually, you missed a word. Or, yes. You know, so that's where we all accept judgment, no big deal. I don't know if we accept it. Well, you kind of have to. Right. I mean, I've, <laughs> sometimes I, you want the instant replay. Yes. We, we watch football. <laughs> we watch sports. And like down here, the Saints had a play in the playoffs they mm. got messed over big time in no replay no, he was hit way anyway i'm i'm so I'm you just, didn't agree with the judgment didn't agree with the judgment <laughs> and there was nothing we could do cuz they, they had made the call right, right. there was nothing yeah. so yeah we accept the fact Actually, that there they are referees didn't make the call that was that's the right there but we're not going there no <laughs> call. but you know that we accept those things that okay we may not like the call but we have to go with it. there's no other 
option. You know, right. They can't redo it. You're not going to come back the next day and actually, we, we messed up. And right. sometimes they'll, they'll announce that we messed up. Same thing with the Bible B. Mm-hmm. You know, at that moment, they're making that judgment. You can challenge it, but they ain't going back. Nope. So mm-hmm. in competition, we're, we're okay with judgments. We disagree with them, but we accept it. Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, like we judge how old someone is. If you're working at a grocery store and somebody comes to your line, you're selling alcohol, you have to make oh. a judgment. Ooh, I was like, I think what, I might how does this happen? You know, <laughs> do I judge people all the time how old they are? But I guess in that circumstance, right. you're right. So we, you know, we just estimate, you know, and sometimes people ask you, how old do you think I am? Well, we I don't do like size up people. You know, when we're meeting people, right. immediately we, we were presented with what they look like, how they comb their hair, you know, what shirt, what, what they're wearing, you know, all these things, how old they are, how young. We're making quick snap judgments and that we're all right if we're wrong because we're like, oh, he looks like he's 50. Oh, he's 40. All right, whatever. Hmm. No big deal. But anyway, he, he was a man. Oh, actually, he was a woman. Oh, okay. Wow. You don't want to make that a mistake. big deal. Yeah, she was pregnant. Oh, no, she's <laughs> no, not. No, okay, don't, want, no, don't, don't no. do that one. Mm. Okay, the next one is like um, an appraisal of a house, value of a car, so value of things. We yes. make judgments, and we have to come up with what we think that the value is of something. Yes, and this one, this one I think is a, a lot more common. I think we accept this one way more than probably anyone on this list. Like, we have to make decisions in this life. Is this worth it? Right. Do mm-hmm. I want this car? Do I want this house? Do I want this item? Is it worth this much? Can I get it cheaper? We're making constant judgments on value. Value is very relative on, on some certain yeah. things. And sometimes yeah. it's not. <laughs> this is what it's worth if you want it. Right. You're going to have to buy it so, yeah. at this price or this thing. So, right. yeah, anyway. Yeah. Um, and then a referee, but obviously we already touched on We just on talked about sports. that. Yeah. And we so don't we like referees. No, okay. <laughs> if you're a referee out there, I am sorry. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we, we know that referees make calls. They make calls and they make bad calls at times. And sometimes right. instant replay can redo that. But in life, we don't get instant replays. No, unfortunately not. So then I have over here, not okay to judge. And, and this just um, really in society, it's like basically people. So we judge people's motives. We judge intentions, appearances, whatever. And this is where we get into the danger zone. All these other things, people are fine with judgments. You have good judgment, bad judgment for all of those. Eh. It's not very personal. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, here's where it gets a little personal. If you start judging people's motives, which we'll get into later, it's not very good to judge motives. Um, To judge intentions, which to me is about the same thing. Yeah, kind of the same. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't going to say anything, but I guess we did. Uh, appearances. This one is a constant issue in our culture. The 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 appearances. I don't know about you, Chuck. You know, when you see someone on the on the street, you know, like I, I know that they, they used to say this. That, well, if you saw three black guys, you'd walk across the street on the other side. I'm like, not necessarily. If I saw three black guys that were dressed like hoodlums, I might. Just in the same way, if I saw three biker dudes. <laughs> with chains and, you know, biker jackets and uh, brass knuckles, I'd walk on the other side of the street too. You know, if I saw three black guys wearing a suit and three white guys wearing a suit, I'm all right. Yeah. We do make those judgments. Yeah, we do. We we actually just snap judgment of stereotype and what, yep. what's there and in our mind, you know. What what is the what are we doing? We're we looking out for our safety, or we? It, it, but we do. We actually look at people and see how they're dressed, see what they're how they carry themselves, and 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 make a judgment call. Well, and this is one that I think it's actually a little bit unfair in like the Christian world because we have a problem with people making judgments based on appearances. So if you see somebody that doesn't 
quite live up to your standards. We think that's ridiculous that you would judge, but even in the world, people judge all the time. Appearances. We can't help if you're hiring somebody to work for your company and they come in dressed a certain way and they're pierced all over and whatever. You're going to be like, "Mm, might go on to the. Don't know if he's going to be the face of our company, right? You know, but. He's got a big old tattoo on his face. You're going to make a judgment. Like, what is the image that we want to portray? And people are like, well, that's on them. Well, maybe it is on them, but you're the one without a job. Right. It's their business. They get to set the the policy on how you're going to look. Right. Exactly. Now, maybe they're wrong. Maybe you're going to be the best worker, but you kind of have to prove that. And it's it's unfortunate that there's stereotypes that are unfortunate, and uh, we have to try to get above that. You know, because quite frankly, I know people that they, they kind of dress thuggish and they're good guys. You know, they, they, they're fine. Uh, or, you know, we know people that have long hair. They look like hippies and they're fine people, too. You know, yeah. they're, they're, they're all right people. But and you can use a guy that's in a suit and tie and they're as corrupt as can be. Yeah. So it's obviously you want to get to know the person, but you can't help making a judgment just in the same way as if a person that's wearing tattoos and or has tattoos, not wearing them, you know, having the rings and, and just, he, he looks like a punk rocker. It's going to make a judgment when he sees you right. wearing a skirt and long hair and he's going to assume, oh, there's a religious lady over there. Yeah. They, yeah. The judgments go back and forth all the time. Right. So right. we want to be careful of that. But once again, it's something that we probably can't help. All right. Yeah. So we kind of defined... What it means to judge, and in areas where it's okay, it really makes no difference uh, what size the leftover container is. No, right. But uh, we and we looked at the idea that you know when we start talking about people and their intentions and their motives, we're getting an area where it's not necessarily okay to judge. Right. right. But um, so now let's turn a little bit and so what does it mean to be judgmental? This is where it gets difficult, honestly. Uh, judgmental. Now in the world, they like to point to Christians as being judgmental, and then within the Christian church amongst believers, if we don't like you, you're judgmental. Right. And, and so obviously just the dictionary definition is kind of like to criticize, to form opinions quickly or stereotypes or Jeremiah's definition, we'll give Jeremiah credit, Jeremiah's definition was being judgmental is projecting your convictions on others. Mm. This is kind of up, up for a debate on what judgmental is. Because I don't like that word judgmental, because I think it is our duty to judge and, and make judgments. So if you're judgmental, that means your mentality is to judge. Well, we are doing that at all the time, right? Right. Yeah. Now, what people don't like is when they judge incorrectly. Yeah. You know, so maybe it's incorrect judging that people don't like. Yeah. Uh, or just having an attitude of, of haughtiness, of pride, or like what right. Jeremiah was saying, that when you're put, projecting your convictions on others, or you form opinions too quickly and stereotypes, you, criti- you're, you're, you criticize people way too much. Right. And that can be, in the church, which we're going to be really talking about for the most part, you have that attitude of holier than thou. You know, that I'm better than you because I, you know, cut my hair and I have only wear collared shirts, which isn't true. And I do cut my hair. Um, Or I only wear pants. I don't wear shorts. Or I wear shorts. I don't wear pants. Or I I use the King James Bible. Or I go to an independent fundamental Baptist church. Or, you know, whatever your thing is. I don't have a TV in my house. And I don't use the internet. Or I don't have a smartphone. That makes you think that you're better than someone else. Is that being judgmental? Yes. 
uh, only you know your heart at that point, though. You know, I can't look into your heart, Chuck, and and see your attitude toward that. But if you are thinking, I'm better because I do this, that, and the other, then I think that's wrong. Well, that is wrong. But unfortunately, people are called judgmental, and people will say that they think they're better than other people, but they they don't actually think they're better. It's just we put that on people that have a higher standard sometimes. We say, oh, they just think they're better, but based on what? Well, that's what we were talking about earlier, and there was no place in the show for this, so we might as well just talk about it right now, and that is that saying don't judge me is a self-defeating argument. Yes, it is. Now, what do I mean by that, Chuck? You were, you were, we were talking about that before. Well, as soon as uh, – in a culture today, we'll talk more from the culture perspective. Sure. The culture pretty much wants to define us and give us a label. They right. want to put us in an area, judge us, and say, you know, this is what you are. Right. Um, at the same time, they t- it says don't judge me. Don't right. be judgmental of me. Don't, don't try to judge me and do the same thing. Right. So it, it is self-defeating in that by the fact that they're saying don't judge me – they're, they're saying don't be intolerant of this other person. Yes. Now you're judging me and saying I am intolerant. Right. So right. that's the yeah. idea of the that it's self-defeating. Yeah, it means that basically my my what you just said I don't like. So you just made a judgment. So it's it's a hypocritical statement that you're saying that. And unfortunately, this happens obviously in the culture. You'll see it on the news a lot where uh, they don't basically they want to do what they want to do. They have their uh, but feels good, just do it, that kind of attitude. Don't tell me I can't. Mm-hmm. And so in the church, that mentality has snuck in where we don't challenge people on different things. And in fact, if you disagree with me, that means you're judging me. That means you are trying to be holier than thou if you're telling me how to live my life. But in fact, if you read the scriptures, that is the whole encouragement, is to try to get people to live a Christian life. Yeah. And, and if I see something in your life that is damaging to you or something that you haven't thought about, now it is my job to do it in a loving way and not a critical way mm-hmm. where you don't know what you're doing. This is what the Bible says, and you need to do this or else you're not saved. Mm-hmm. That would be a condemning, and we'll get into that word here in a little bit, but that would be a condemning statement. Um, and there is a difference. Judging and condemning are pretty much close cousins, but there is a fine line, and I I want to get into that later. Uh, But anyway, did you want to say something there? So we're going to to talk a little more in the next segment about how culture and what society looks at as far as judging goes. But, uh, you know, we're going to see it, uh, as you said, we're going to see it come into our churches. Mm -hmm. We're going to see it come into our lives at home, um, Mm -hmm. where we're actually judging others in a way that that becomes condemning. We're we're going to put them in a position where... Maybe the standard we're setting is actually not something that that is appropriate. That's a good point. We talked about this. We didn't know how to bring this up, so we might as well do it now. It's such a big subject that we we didn't know where to fit certain things. But you brought up the house. So in a typical Christian home, if you're doing it the biblical way, the father sets the tone. The husband is the head of the home, and the wife is supposed to submit. I know that this that's a whole other issue. But in that, you have different dynamics going on here. You have the husband, the wife, the children, and there is, what if there's a problem? What if the the wife doesn't think the husband's doing a good thing or a good job? Or what if the husband's saying the woman's not doing her job? It can get very much judgmental and excessive judging 
or is that where you were headed towards maybe? Yeah, I was. I mean, we, we'll see that, yeah, from the home in, in the church. Our, our lives, it becomes an issue and can be can be hurtful. Sure, uh, and sure. That's what we're talking about whenever we're looking at what is what is righteous judgment and what is not, as opposed to what's just condemning somebody because you made me feel bad. Sure, right. That's part of it. We need to get over ourselves somewhat. Like, just because I feel bad, sometimes that might be conviction, like you were talking about. Right. Sometimes it is bad. You know, maybe that was a bad judgment. You said, I'm not a Christian because I don't read 20 pages of the Bible. You know, that is too harsh. But is there a time where you can be challenged and not feel bad? Like, we, we have to get over ourselves. We, we can't be easily offended. At the same time, we don't want to be the one offending everyone all the time. Right. You know, right. everywhere we go, we're like, oh, here's Mike. You know, he, he's the one that's going to judge us and criticize and tell us everything that we're doing is wrong. Uh, that is, hopefully we're not in that person. Yeah, that's what we're trying to avoid. At the same time, we don't want to just be tolerant of sin. That's there, right. there is a time to say no, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And that's kind of what we're talking about today is yeah. there is that time. So yeah, so we've kind of tried to hopefully be able to lay the idea of what we're trying to accomplish by talking about judging right. Um, right. and what j- being judgmental might be. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about what does a society and culture have to say about judging. We'll get a little more on yes. detail on that before we actually get into what does it do, what are we dealing with, with as Christians, and what does the Bible have to say about it. Right, and we'll be right back. Thank you for listening. This is the Mike Charleston Show. All right, we are back, and uh, we're taking a break from judging, and uh, we're going to have a little segment here with Abigail about the book of Judges in the spirit of judging, and we're probably going to fail miserably again. Probably. But before we get to that, we are... got a little frog in my throat. <clears throat> so uh, I, I finally recovered from this past weekend. We, we wanted to talk about a little bit what we did this week. We had a bunch of company at our house this weekend, and a lot of activity very tiring weekend and uh, which was fine but it was was just very very tiring to the point that i hardly ever ever sleep past eight o'clock in the morning i mean eight o'clock is late for me right and monday morning you woke me up at 11 30 to say goodbye to someone well yeah yeah, you said 11 (laughs) 30 i think you were off with your time What's that? You just said you woke me up at 11.30. I oh, woke you up a little before that. 8.30. Did I say 11.30? <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I said 11.30. It was 8.30. Yeah, I woke you up at 8.30. Well, I kept I came a couple times and like peaked and you were still sleeping and I thought, wow, okay, yeah, you were really out of it. I was just out. So a lot of late nights and just a busy, busy house full of kids. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. We had, uh, I, I don't know, we had a few, few families visit from all over the place, but uh, Thompson's came and visited, the school crafts came and visited. Yeah. It was a lot of kids, which was cool. Abigail got to read all our favorite books again. And then um, I guess on, on Monday before the, the school crafts left, I got to read them a, b- a bunch of books too. So that was fun. Uh, I miss reading all books. the little kids' books. Yeah. <laughs> and you're reading my favorites by Arnold Lobel, The yeah. Frog and Toad, and Owl at Home. Those are classics. Yeah. Um, but no, so the what really was going on, so the reason why the school crafts came in and, and even the Liebers was... The oh, what's Smite. that? 
Yeah, SMITE. Yeah. SMITE, I don't know what it stands for, Summer Missionary Ministry Intensive Training Exercise. I don't know. I'm pretty Abigail's, sure from Abigail's face, I think that's not quite right. That's not what it is. <laughs> but it's a training se- seminar at a local church here for going out and doing Bible backyard Bible clubs. Yeah. And our kids, a couple of our older kids, Abigail and Rebecca did a couple years ago. And Rebecca wanted to do it again because she couldn't do RMO this year. Hannah took off and did RMO. As well as Abigail, my daughter. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, Chuck's Abigail. They went early uh, to try to help out with uh, preparing for meals and and all the folks will be coming in this weekend. Yeah, this weekend, which Abigail, my Abigail, is going to be a part of also. And And my Joshua. That's right. They'll be leaving out. So we have too many of the same kids' names, so it kind of gets confusing <laughs> at times. So Abigail and Abigail's going, and Joshua's going, but not my Joshua, your no, Joshua. Your Joshua. <laughs> um, so your Elizabeth is not in town. Our Elizabeth is staying, so... Actually, it, my Elizabeth's coming in th- tomorrow morning. Oh, that's right. That's right. You're picking her up from the airport. <laughs> so if you're confused, just think what we're like. <laughs> yes. Well, it is really cool to see them going on all these trips. I know when I went to drop Rebecca off at the Smite camp, which is just 15 minutes away, on my way home, I just, I don't know, I was really just thanking God for our, our kids and their willingness to go and serve God and to sure. want to do all this, all these ministry outreaches, and they're always looking for the next thing they can be a part of, and that's really, it's just a great thing to see. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad we found some of these. I don't necessarily like all these organizations that they're a part of, but it is an avenue to be a part of something, and right. that's kind of the more important thing is you develop all these connections, and you're doing, you're doing part... Your, your part, you know, the, the Great Commission, going out and trying to make disciples and uh, just doing your part. So yeah. I, I yeah. appreciate the kids being a part of that, and even the School Crafts kids are part of this. The Liebers kids were a part of the Smite thing, um, which is just, like you said, 10 minutes from our house, 15 minutes from right. our house. Which is maybe the one that you're talking about when you say not totally agreeing with everything, not so much the RMO. Uh, a little bit of the RMO, but that's fine. Right. <laughs> it's, it's mainly the Smite one, yes. They're yeah. independent fundamental Baptists. And if you are if you know any fundies, you understand. Uh, it could be kind of difficult. I just made a judgment. Um, yeah, you did. So anyway, that was kind of our week. Chuck had a boring week, he said. I didn't do a whole lot this week. Uh, not a whole lot going on. Um, I guess for us this week, uh, Joshua would be the one. He's got, he had a lot of firsts this week. Okay. So... Um, or he's going to have by the both time the week's over. Um, he uh, he actually went and got his driver's permit, yeah, which that. he uh, yeah. uh, kind of delayed himself on for for quite a while. He'll be seventeen this year, so uh, could have had it uh, uh, almost a year ago. But that, that's fine. He's been in no hurry to drive. So, but uh, he he had his first experience of uh, driving out and in town and on the interstate. So that yeah. was a first this week. He'll. And you guys uh, are going to need drivers. We we need drivers. <laughs> we sure do. <laughs> They're getting. Slow Slimmer. Yeah. Um, uh, he also will be uh, getting on an airplane for the first time tomorrow. The first flies. time. Yeah. That'll wow. be his first flight. Well, it's so, a good thing that Abigail's going to be with him then. Yeah. Abigail's going to be a good help to him. <laughs> yep. And um, then this will be his first trip away from home, Get other out. than being possibly with sisters and stuff. Okay. Um, so, but yeah, being, family. Yeah. Actually going to, you know, to, to, um, to RMO. That's a, that's a big one for him, too. So, yeah, yeah a lot I, of firsts for Joshua this week. I remember last week we were talking about it and we're like, oh, Abigail's going to be on the same flight. Right. And and Jeannie was saying how, oh, Abigail can sit right next to Joshua. And Joshua's like, oh, man, it's like sitting by your mom. And <laughs> it's like, oh, it's like a big sister. She'll be fine. She's not going to bug you. 
he'll appreciate it though because flying for the first time and you really don't know anyone around you it, it is kind of intimidating yeah it can be we kind of i tried to kind of walk him through it last night and the whole idea of this is what it'll be like you never know till you get there that's it's it. impossible yeah. to know nope. yeah. exactly yeah. you can get an i i only flew for the first time what three years ago Something three years like ago, yeah. I have an idea. I've seen movies. I've seen airports. I, you have a general idea. And ours was pretty simple, even though we traveled a good bit. We, but we didn't have like a tight transfer or whatever they call that. You know, uh, where you a did, short layover. Yeah, where a short layover. Yeah. So it was pretty easy. I'm like, yeah, this flying thing's pretty easy. Yeah, this was going to be real easy as a direct flight, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, direct flight. <laughs> flight. <laughs> Pretty so. quick. Okay, so that was what's going on in our week, and maybe you want to tell us what you were doing this week. If you uh, email us at talk at fellowshipbelievers.org. the we're going to read some emails here after the game. But right now we have a game that Abigail came up with. Uh, yes, this is another trivia thing. What you trying to hit? I think she wanted us to play the song. Yes, before. yes. So we have a little song. So this is a game about Judges, the book of Judges. And so we found this little clip by the Bentley Brothers. If you know... What's in the Bible. What's in the Bible. It's a kid's program. This is the Bentley Brothers. And this is how we learned about the Judges. So here it is. You can't turn on you can the sing TV along. today without seeing the courtroom show with a celebrity judge just a judge in the way deciding who takes on the dough but long before television yeah people used to live without it god sent celebrity judges to israel and there's a book about it it's called judges that's the name the subject and the title are one and the same like a book about weather called weather or a book about heather called heather who's heather she's my cousin oh and that's her name yeah but who are the judges well you've got othniel and ehud shamgar and The song goes on a little bit longer, but that was the clip we, we found. But anyway, I thought that would be, be good. But right now, it is time. All right, Abigail. So why don't you go ahead and get on that mic, and why don't you tell us? We embarrassed ourselves with uh, um, a couple weeks ago with some question and answering things. So why don't you explain this? You made it easier by giving us multiple choice. Yep, so this time I have nine multiple choice questions for you, and okay. hopefully it's not as difficult. Yeah, and what we're going to do is we're going to start with your mom, Sarah, mm -hmm. and then me, and then Chuck, and we're going to give our answers one at a time, right? Yep. Okay, so, so each this is turn. all about judges, right? It's all from the Book of Judges. The Book of Judges. This is going to be embarrassing, I yes. feel. Uh, <laughs> it's multiple choice. It's not 50-50, So you then. have a chance. Oh, yeah, there is always a chance. It could be 50-50. Oh, okay, it is 50-50. I'm going to get it right or wrong. All right, so the first one, you get to start first, Mom. Who was Samson's father? And your options are Manoah, Jephthah, Dan, or Zora. It was Manoah. Hey. Is what I'm going with. Yes, I'm going to go with Manoah. <laughs> Come you, on, said, you said that with confidence. <laughs> I just copied what Sarah yeah, said. I thought you did. I'm going to go with Dan. 
Why not? Okay. It is Manoa. Hey. Yeah. 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 Failure. yeah. See, this is why we're switching it because we can't all depend on Sarah's answer. So now I start. And uh, this is where we get it wrong. I think this one you'll get right. Oh, good, good, good. All right. So who was the first of the judges God raised up to save Israel? Well, Your we, options. Okay. Are. Yes. I, I know this one, but go ahead. Othniel, Ehud, Gideon, or Samson? Othniel, we, if you just heard the song, they do it in order. You oh, I, I mean, I shouldn't have said that. So <laughs> That's ahead, okay. Chuck. I've heard the song twice now, so <laughs> That's right. I'm going to agree with you and go with Othniel. Othniel. It is Othniel. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mr. Chuck gets to answer this yes. one first. Oh, boy. Pressure's on. <laughs> and this one's a little bit of a tricky question. Oh, yes. <laughs> Who struck down 600 Philistines with an ox goad? Ooh. Was it Samson? Tola, Shamgar, or Gideon? I'm going to go with Samson. Okay, Sarah, what do you say? I'm going to go with... I would have said Gideon. I would have said Gideon, too. It is actually Shamgar. Okay. So no one got it. <sighs> We're not very good with that. 600. I would have thought Samson at first, but... Until she said Gideon, and then I'm like, oh, well, that sounds like a Gideon thing. But Yeah, okay. Shamgar. Good old Shamgar. All right, so we're moving on to the next one. Mom, you get to start this one. How many sons did Gideon have? Yes. 17, 1, 71, or 7? Okay. Whoa. Yeah. 17, 1, 71, or who? 7. I like 7. I have 7. Not sons. I'll go seven. You say you said seven. So this is Old Testament, and one and seven are very reasonable. Seventeen and seventy-one are unreasonable, which fits the Old Testament. So it's got to be seventeen or seventy-one. There's no way, no way that there is no way that it's got to be seventy-one. That's no way. I'm gonna say seventeen. I like your reasoning. I was going down the same path, which actually I'm not copying you. I really went down the same <laughs> path, but I'm gonna stick with seventeen too. It is 71. Oh, oh come on. That's ridiculous. <laughs> That's what it is. What's wrong with, with Gideon or whoever it was? It was Gideon. Oh, man. Like Leviticus. <laughs> what is that? Yeah. <laughs> All right, Dad, you get to answer this one okay. first. How did jail kill Sisera? Was so, whoa, it? Whoa, was that English? <laughs> <laughs> it was. How did jail kill Sisera? How did jail kill oh. Sisera? Okay. With D. a millstone? With her hair? With a corkscrew or with a tent peg? Oh, come on, man. Uh, what was the first one? With a millstone. It was with a tent peg. Okay. It was with a tent peg. With a tent peg. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Why don't we actually knew? Yes. Bang! <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mr. Chuck, you get to start this one off. Which of the Israelite judges was left-handed? Oh. Ooh. Oh, come on, I want to know what you think. Wow. Your options are Ehud... Jephthah, Samson, or Abdon? Good night. <laughs> mm, um, Abdon. I'll say Jephthah. I'll say Jephthah. It is Ehud. Uh, okay. No, we, no one got Yay. it? No, it wasn't Abdon. That was the other one. Okay. All right. Um, who are we on? Mom? Me. What did Gideon's soldiers go into battle with? Porches, trumpets, empty jars, or all of these? All of these. Yes, when there's an all of these, go with all of these. All of these. All of the above. Yes. yes. Not always all of these, but it is this time. 
Well, I was like, well, it was A, and then it was B, and I'm like, right. it's all yeah. of them. Yeah. Yep. All right. What did Gideon demand from the men of Succoth? Oh, this is me, huh? Yes, this is you. What did he demand? Oh, well, of course he demanded this. Paddle, water, swords, or bread? Uh, well, I doubt it was swords or what was B? Water. Water. What was A? Paddle. Yeah, I don't think it was either water or what was D? Bread. Bread. I'm going to go with bread. D. Uh, I, I'm going to go with bread as well. I thought it was bread. Was bread. Yeah. 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 And the last one, Mr. Chuck, get you All get right. to start this one. How many foxes did Samson use to destroy the Philistine fields? Was it 30, 50, 150, or 300? Hmm. 30, 50, 150, or 300. Oh, come on, I want to know what you think. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I believe it was actually 300. I'm going with 300. It is 300. It is 300. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it wasn't so bad. No, it wasn't. That wasn't so bad. We knew a few of them. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. Yeah, but who won? So we actually have a tie. Oh, oh, we don't have a drum roll. Mom and Dad are both tied with six, and Woo! Mr. Chuck has five. All right. Okay, not yes. bad. We, we won, I guess. You got a tiebreaker? I have some more difficult ones. Oh, oh. You give us a tiebreaker. There we go. Get the tenth All right, one. let's see. Which one do I want to go with? Oh, uh, mercy. I'm not feeling very confident now. Ooh, all, all of right, a sudden, I'm wishing. Who goes first? Yeah. Ooh, I don't know. Or do you, you say your name if you want to be first? We just guess. We just had to do the just, honor system. Just guess. Okay. I'm going to do the one that they said was the hardest on here. Oh, mercy. <laughs> okay, go for it. Who was Tola's grandfather? Good. I don't even know who Tola is, okay? He's one of the judges. I know. <laughs> All right, go ahead. What I know the song. He I know he's in the handed. Bible. I, I don't know anything about Tola. He's 2LA. So, yeah, Tola. Your options are Shamir, Dodo, Ephraim, <laughs> or Pua. What? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, babe. What's your answer? Tola's dad or great grandfather? What, what was this? Just grandfather. Okay, give me the options again. This is ridiculous. Shamir. Uh, Shamir. Dodo. Dodo. Ephraim. Ephraim. And, and Puha. 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 Okay, Dodo and Puha seem ridiculous, but that's in our culture. We would not name our kid Dodo or Puha. Ephraim sounds good, and so does the first one, whatever that one was. Shamir. Shamir sounds good, but I'm going to go with Puha. I'm going to go with Shamir. It's neither. Uh, it's Dodo. Dodo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mercy. Okay. Well, I guess we're just going to tie, babe. I'm good Why'd you be. give us the absolute hardest? I'm good to be tied. I figured we might as well try it. Okay. Well, we're tied. We're good with... I'm good. Tied. Okay. Yeah. Well, thanks a lot. The, the music stopped, so that must mean the game is over. And uh, well, thank you for that, Joshua. So before we move on to going back into judging, uh, we have a couple emails, right? Okay. Yep. These are simple emails here. Uh, ooh, I did not type this out in, in high... Pr you want to go ahead and read? This is from Tim Spencer. So Tim was watching the, the program or listening to the program. 
Okay, and he says, hey, saw the podcast YouTube channel and wanted to offer my music to be played on your show. Check it out. Thanks. So I did check it out. It is not my style by by a long shot. It is not, no, no offense, Tim. I mean, it's fine. Are you judging? I am judging. I'm making a judgment. I'm sorry. It, it reminds me of Todd Agnew. He sounds like Todd Agnew, if you know who Todd Agnew is. And oh, it's that almost, would be a compliment. Oh, sure. It, almost like Third Day, between Third Day and Todd Agnew's voice. And his music is a little rocky. But we will try to, at some point, Tim, to play some of your music as bumper music because it's free. So here's the thing. We can't really use, we have to use um, non-copyrighted music. Right. And so the music that we have is usually, we, we pay a service to use it. And so if you are out there and you produce music and you want us to promote it and play it, man, go ahead. The um, This is not Tim Spencer's music, by the way, in the background. <laughs> but we'll play it and, and promote your music. So people can go check it out. Uh, that would be cool. So if you're out there and you're a musician and you want some promotion, go ahead, man. Send us an email and we will look at it. And as long as it's not demonic we'll uh we'll, we'll try to fit it in in some some way uh so anyway this is from caleb lewis he emails and this is a we'll, we'll go ahead and read it and i'll explain it okay it says hello mike i listened to your podcast episodes from last october on the topic of the sin nature versus flesh debate and i was wondering if you or larry could email me the list of bible verses that support y'all's position on this issue my brothers and I were discussing this and related topics tonight, and we plan to study these issues using the Bible as our primary source and reconvene in a few days with our conclusions. Any help or advice you can provide will be greatly appreciated. Thank you. In Christ, Caleb. All right. So Caleb wants us to do his dirty work for him, and he wants us to... <laughs> I'm just messing with you, Caleb. But the um, we have no problem with doing that. Maybe I'll get Larry on that. He seems to be have a lot of time on his hand. Hmm. Just kidding. But the the uh, we can do that. So the reason why... I, I could have just answered him, but what I wanted to is a good excuse for us to to mention that there are lots of podcasts. We have over sixty episodes. If you go back on the podcast and scroll down, he listened to one from last October. The very first ones, about the first ten to fifteen, are all about church and where the church has gone wrong. And I thought we did a pretty good job. We didn't edit him very well, but uh, that was before Joshua was involved. And uh, so it was, it, was, it was our first episodes, and we may have to rehash some of those, but we, we talk about a lot of different topics, a lot of different issues, and yes, that was one. There was, actually, it was two of them. I looked back on it, and one was specifically Sin Nature, and one was The Flesh and the Spirit, and those were pretty popular episodes, actually. So yes, we can go back and give you some of those Bible verses. It's a big topic. It's a very important one to me. And I think it really helps a lot of people. But if you need help with your debate with your brother, we can help. We will help you. <laughs> so anyway, thank you for emailing. If you want to email the show, Chuck, do you know the email of the show? It would be talk at fellowshipofbelievers.org. There you go. Larry had no clue. And so <laughs> I put him on the spot. He was like, I don't even know what the, <laughs> the email is. He didn't know we had a website for a while. So you can go to the website at fellowshipofbelievers.org. The podcast is on there. The YouTube's on there. Uh, we're going to come up with different podcasts on there also to join the, the, the Fellowship of Believers family, I guess you want to say that. Mm -hmm. But um, Larry just put an article on there, I think. Yeah, okay. Abby goes shaking her head. Yes. So Larry's article is now on there. Maybe we can post these verses and uh, things that for people if they want to study this. We, we can work on that and put it on the, the website. So anyway, if you want to email, have a question or a comment or anything you want to do, just uh it's uh, talk at fellowshipofbelievers.org. All right, thanks. 
You've been listening to The Mike Charleston Show. All right, we are back, and we are going to be finishing our discussion on judging. And we, the first two uh, things were, were, well, I guess we, we weren't prepared for that, but we talked already about what? We kind of defined judging. Yeah, we defined what judging is and what does it mean to be judgmental. Sure. So now we're going to look at the, and we talked about this some last time, how does judging take place in the culture, but we want to look at it in this third part about what does society and culture say about judging? What do they say about judging? So, babe, you got the list there. What does this mean? What is just What does society say? Pretty much, don't judge at all. That's what you hear. People don't want to judge. They don't want to be judged, and they judge. Why don't they bad. want to be judged? They want to live their life, right? Pretty much. Uh, yeah. Don't don't infringe on my rights. Don't tell me I can't do this. And right. so here's a lot of excuses that you'll hear and right. yeah, things like that. So so letter A, I guess, not number one. A A is what? Okay, it says you may not have all the information. That's what you'll hear people say. You can't. You don't know. You don't know what actually I'm doing or why I'm doing it or whatever. You don't have all the facts. Which whatever. could be true. It's, yeah, it's fair, it's true. but I can I, I can only judge on what I know. Right. You know, and we all we all do that. Yeah. So then the next one is um, you'll hear don't judge a book by its cover. Yeah, Pretty that's yeah. A, that's a common saying. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Don't judge a book by its cover. Basically, you can't judge by what it looks like. Right. Right. And yeah. so, okay, yeah. Which, of course, some of these, I mean, these can be valid, but they're just popular things that you yeah, hear. Yeah, they out just there. throw out. So, and then the next one is uh, nobody's perfect. Nobody. Yeah. This one is usually right after they say, judge not. And then they say, nobody. Right. And then when you challenge them on that, they're like, well, you know, I'm a sinner. No one's perfect. Are you right. perfect? Right. And so don't judge, don't judge me because I'm not perfect. Right. So then we have live and let live, basically tolerance. Yep. Like you say, that's, that's what. Everybody wants to be today is tolerant. That is the the code word in society. That right. is. You know, nobody wants to be labeled as being intolerant. Yes. Right. Uh, we're supposed to accept, accept. everybody for how, whoever they yep. are and right. whatever they think. It's okay. Yep. Right. And then we have the golden rule. You don't want people to judge you, so you shouldn't judge other people. Which we'll get into here shortly. But yeah. yep, that's, that is what they, they always say, judge not. Right. And then the last one is you don't want people to think that you're judgmental. So No, and this was more in the church, but we walk around scared because we don't want to be that legalist. We don't want right. to be judgmental. We're like, oh, are we going to be labeled this? I will say this. So if you if you ever go witnessing on the streets, if you ever share your faith in a crowded area, I'm not talking about one-on-one at work or with a family member or somewhere where it's a little bit calmer. We're talking about on the streets at Mardi Gras... <laughs> Or, you know, like what the kids are going to be doing in Denver, you're, you're passing out tracts, you're talking to the number of people, and you are making connections left and right, left and right, left and right. The number one, the absolute number one Bible verse you will hear is, judge not, lest you be judged. That is the number one. Yeah. I mean, everyone, every drunk out there knows that Bible verse. Hey, right. don't judge me. The Bible says not to judge. And I'm um, like, uh, okay, whatever. How do you know that verse? Everyone knows that <laughs> verse. Because we all don't want to feel guilty. I mean, at the end of the day, that's kind of what it's about, right? We, right. We're trying to get rid of that guilt. And there's only one thing that'll get rid of that guilt, and that is Jesus Christ and His forgiveness. And that is really the crux of everything. And we're going to get into, well, that. do you have anything else you want to say about what society says? Well, I think in general, not, not specifically society, but uh, people in general, we, we tend to actually try to justify our actions. Sure. So mm-hmm. if we take an action that 
other people may think would be not right or not right, good, right. then we look to a way to be able to justify that. Sure. And so we, we actually change possibly what we think about something. Mm. When we change uh, what our standard might be. We lower our standards, yep, so to yep. say, lower so them. that yeah. we actually can justify what we do. Because we don't want to be a hypocrite. And, nobody and, and nobody so, wants to be a hypocrite. That's we, we right. Don't, we don't want to really look at ourselves necessarily either and take a, a hard look to understand, you know, what am I actually right or wrong? Right. Do I need to change? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we, we, we need to judge ourselves more than we do other people. Well, and we're going to get in some of those Bible verses that actually talk about those things because that is at the root of it all is that I need to look in the mirror first. Mm. And am I willing to be consistent? And what I say, and, and what how I live, and actually, most people that I know, and this is it's not a judgment on everybody. Well, it is a judgment on everybody. The when you're you're caught in something or you're doing something, most likely we are going to excuse it away by just lowering our standards. That is the easy way to, to get it. It's like you know what? I'm tired of being this disciplined, or I'm tired of trying to please someone else. So therefore. We're just going to drop it, and it's okay now to wear short shorts, or it's okay now to watch TV, you know, okay now to have a smartphone if you're someone who does it. It's, it, it's easier to just drop our convictions and drop our standards. It is so much easier, but in the heart of, heart of hearts, we know that we just cut ourselves down a little bit, and, and it hurts. It hurts us mm-hmm. in, the, in the long run. But anyway, so what, what's number four there, Chuck? So number four is we're going to get into talking about what does the Bible have to say about judgment. So, you know, you said the verse that everybody says, judge not. But we got to read the rest of the scripture there that goes along with it. So what are the other scriptures? What do we have in the scripture that actually has to talk about um, judgment? Yes, this is, the, this is where it's the most important here is what the Bible actually says about judgment. Because forget about what society says, forget about our culture for a little while, uh, forget about the news media where... We got to be tolerant to everybody. I, I know I had a friend once said he said, "Man, you're the most tolerant person I know." And I'm like, I don't think so, <laughs> but I, I think I know what he was saying because, in my opinions, in my in my life, I am very intolerant. I have a lot of strong standards, but however, and we'll talk about this at the very end. I am very gracious in letting right. people live out their convictions. And I do, I am tolerant in that way. But boy, if you talk to me, I have very strong opinions about certain things. So verse, so like you said, the the Matthew 7, 1 through 6 is the most popular verse on this, right? Absolutely. Babe, why don't you go ahead and read that? Okay. It says, Judge not that ye be not judged. For with what judgment ye judge, ye shall be judged. And with what measure ye meet, it shall be measured to you again. And why beholdest thou the mote that is in thy brother's eye, but considerest not the beam that is in thine own eye? Or how wilt thou say to thy brother, Let me pull out the mote out of thine eye, and behold, a beam is in thine own eye? Thou hypocrite, first cast out the beam out of thine own eye, and then thou shalt see clearly to cast out the mote out of thy brother's eye. Give not that which is holy unto the dogs, neither cast ye your pearls before swine, lest they trample them under their feet and turn again and rend you. All right, so we got a lot right here, uh, and we have some some time here, but I, w- I want to camp out here on just a second for a little bit. So we have Jesus saying, "Don't judge right away, right? Right? Don't don't judge." And so immediately, that's what people just stop and say, see, you're not to judge or you'll be judged yourself. Well, but that's not exactly what he's saying because he goes on and explains what he's saying. And for, for the sake of context, or not context, context of the Bible, let's go ahead and read Romans 
2, verse 1, where I think Jesus is, where Paul is alluding to the same thing that Jesus, Jesus is talking about the same thing that Romans 2, 1 is talking about. Go ahead there. Therefore thou art inexcusable, O man, whosoever thou art that judgest, for wherein thou judgest another, thou condemnest thyself, for thou that judgest doest the same things. So I don't think, you know, Jesus is telling us not to judge here. I think he's just in the strictest form. He's saying, look, if you don't judge, you're not going to be judged. However, I don't think that's possible. I don't, no, I don't think, think it's, it it's possible for humans. We constantly are making judgments. This is right. This is wrong. This is, this is not proper. He shouldn't do that. We have done that from a little child when a kid is watching another kid and sees a kid hit, and you're like, he shouldn't do that. We're making judgments all the time. True. But I think what Jesus is saying is that you make a judgment... And you be careful because when you make a judgment, it's fair for people to judge you on the same thing. And then he goes and tells that story about the moat in, in, uh, in the neighbor's eye, and he's got this two-by-four hanging out of his eye. And it's the picture of a hypocrite. That is what we don't want to be. That's like, I have this this problem in my own eye, but Chuck, I'm going to help you with your little problem, but I've got this huge problem over here, but let me help you out, you know, with your problem. That That is the picture. I think everybody knows that story and that, that picture there, right. and it's absurd, right, yep. that I have this two by four hanging out of my eye, and you've got this little, you know, splinter. And I'm going to be so focused on that. But that is what we do at times. That is yeah. what the church does, that we have this problem that I, I don't want to deal with because it hurts me, but I'm going to help you. That is hypocritical, and that is where he's saying the judgment. Now, we can't help but judge, but we need to have a good judgment. Mm-hmm. Now, in right. Romans, I think what he's getting to is that whatever standard, we're going to get judged by whatever standard that we are... It's 153. So the... Um, Whatever standard that we come up with, like the point of Romans here is Romans 1, he is talking about how bad we are. Like it's just all the sins that we are, we're bad, we're, we're sinful. Right. And number two, he's talking about the Jew, the man and the Jew later that you think you're something or you, you're inexcusable old man because you judge. Now, this is the point that we sit there and we make laws and rules and judgments standards, and we break our standards. So God is just in judging us by our own standards. That's what I think he is pointing out here, that even the person that has never heard the gospel, the person that doesn't have the law, because he's going to refer to the Jew later on in chapter 2 who had the law. So the person without the law, he's going to be just in judging that person by the standard that they hold, as small or as big as the standard he has, as simple as the standard because we all fail our own standards. We are hypocrites. Yeah. We are we we are failures. We are, so we're gonna we're gonna fail. Does that make any sense? Yeah, Chuck? it does. It, it make, makes perfect sense to me, Mike. And I, I want to point out that if, if people, whenever they look at um, at verse one of, of Matthew seven, there that they see uh, Jesus saying, "Judge not." If you stop there and look at that, and you're trying to understand, well, why does he? Why does Mike say that? Um, you know, yeah, of course we're going to judge. That's not what Jesus said. Well, if you if you read on, look down in verse six. Right. Um, he says, uh, "What does he say there?" Um, Give not that which is holy unto the dogs, neither cast ye your pearls before swine. Well, obviously, 
We have to we've got to judge if we're going to understand what the dogs right. are and what the swine are. Right. So right. he's not saying don't judge. Mm-hmm. He's just looking at it from perspective of if you're going to judge, then you're going to meet health to the standard that you set. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's the standard right. that you've made a standard by judging. Right. And that is natural. When I'm a little kid and I say that's not right, I'm making a judgment. And even as an adult, when I say, I don't think it's right for you to lie. Well, have I lied? I don't think it's right that you should steal. Take someone else's prop. Have I ever stolen something? I'm breaking my own standard. And you know, you can do the old uh, Ray Comfort, the Ten Commandments, and Ten Commandments are very simple and easy, but it's, it's the same concept that people can have that sense of right and wrong, even if they just feel that it's wrong, like in our society today. They, they know that they don't want their stuff stolen, that they don't want people talking about them, but do you talk about other people? Well, it's different, Mike. You don't understand. It's Mine is, I'm trying to really help out. No, no, you just want to gossip. That's all right. We understand. You're breaking your own standards. So it's in that context of, like you just said, if you judge, it's coming right back to you. So be very careful. But we are to judge with righteous judgment. So let's move on with the next Bible verse then. We have 1 Corinthians 6, 2, and 3. Okay, it says, Do ye not know that the saints shall judge the world? And if the world shall be judged by you, are ye unworthy to judge the smallest matters? Know ye not that we shall judge angels? How much more things that pertain to this life? This is a crazy verse. I yeah. mean, this is the whole... Corinthians is a weird book when you really break it down. I mean, it's dealing with issues. Like I've told people, this is a... a in First Corinthians, we, we are missing something. They, they wrote a letter... Not saying this shouldn't be in the Bible. I'm not saying that. But they wrote a letter to him, and he's answering a lot of questions. And so we're like, what were they talking about? (laughs) But evidently, they were bringing things to law and and judging one another. And maybe the judgment wasn't like judging whether you're wearing short skirt or not, but they were bringing people to law. But here we are. We're going to judge the world. Yeah, we're going to judge the world. Going to judge angels. We're going to judge angels. That's crazy. You know, it's like, how do... Well, on what basis? <laughs> well, and then, and then it goes on. It, we, we don't have it here, but I know it goes on to the, one of the next verses where it says, your matters in church, let the least of these judge. Yeah. And I'm like, we don't do that. Like, okay, we get together as a body of believers and we have an issue, and we're like, okay, who's the least here? Who's the, <laughs> the, the one who – you make a judgment. Let me ask Joanna, huh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, what do you think? Uh, so this is like so bizarre that you know we're going to actually be making judgments. Um, so anyway, let's move on because I want to get to John three sixteen, but let's go ahead and get Colossians two sixteen. Okay, let no man therefore judge you in meat or in drink or in respect of an holy day or of the new moon or of the Sabbath days. See, let, don't let anybody judge you, right? That's right. Don't now, judge. So what is the? I don't know. Maybe I'm asking, I'm putting you on the spot, Chuck. But do you have? Do you understand what what this is? What how do you how do you take this? Well, I, t- I take it to mean that. Um, <sighs> When did Rome do as the Romans? Or okay. as Paul did, he, he would show deference to other people. So obviously, yeah. um, uh, you know, if we're you're not going to be judging people because they they determine whether they're going to eat a piece of meat, whether it's it's right or wrong. Uh, speaking of a Jew, you yep. know, if you're yep. not if you're a Gentile or you're a Christian Gentile, and the Jews are not going to eat specific types of meat, you're going to judge them because they do that. No. That's good. That, that's fine. I think that's a very good application, and you might be right. Uh, we're going to be in our Bible study here. Presumably, we're going to be going through Colossians, and uh, we'll get into this a little bit more. But I'm thinking, and maybe it's not in this particular one, because I think there's a couple times where it's mentioned about uh, let no man judge you, meet or drink, or, and all that. 
But I'm thinking here you have the Jews are requiring people for worship to keep the holy days and meats and drink and all that stuff. And and so it's it's like, hey, don't let them judge you in those. Don't let them put you under that yoke. All those um, the things in, in Colossians. Now I'm drawing a blank here now that the camera's on me. Uh, but all those... Uh, what do you call those things? I can't think of it. Laws? Yeah, laws, but the, the other <laughs> yeah. things, the, the, the other parts. But all those laws, don't get back under those things. And um, uh, be free from those. So don't let another one judge you if you're not keeping the holy days, if you're not keeping the new moons or Sabbaths, because these are very Jewish things. Yeah. Um, but uh, the, the what you said is very applicable, too. It, it's very true. It's like, hey, I'm not going to judge people on these things. You, this is a very personal thing, and right. far be it for me to, to judge them on, on these things. Um, what I want to get into real quick is, where's Proverbs 31.9? Yep. Is that what this is? Yeah. Um, Open thy mouth, judge righteously, and plead the cause of the, the poor and needy. I just want to mention this real quickly before I get into John 3.16, because I really want to camp on John 3.16 for a little bit is we need to judge righteously. This is, it's not about what I feel or what my theological stance is. We need to judge rightly. What is actually right here in this case? Is it, is it right, you know, or is it wrong? And the only way we really can do that is if we know the scriptures, honestly, if we True. know God. And so this is in, in Proverbs. It's a very simple one. It's in Proverbs 31. So this is like talking to you, right, babe? You're in the chick chair. Now, Proverbs 31 is actually written to a guy, believe it or not. Right. Uh, it's about a woman. But um, so open thy mouth, judge righteously, and please plead the cause of the poor and needy. That needs to happen a little bit more. We don't plead the cause of the needy. The poor and the needy, but I want to I want to camp up on, on John three sixteen, and we don't have oh there it is okay I I'm sorry I covered it okay John three sixteen you're like well how is John three sixteen applicable here right um because we want to talk about judging and condemning in the same in the same vein right it, it, to to judge can sometimes you're condemning me right it, it's like the, I feel the condemnation which maybe like you were saying earlier. Um, is good if it's conviction, right? Right. But we don't want to just come out there and say, if you don't read 20 pages of the Bible, you're not a Christian. Right. Right. That, that's, a, that's a harsh judgment. That is basically saying you're, you're not saved. Mm-hmm. So anyway, John 3.16 to 3.19, I think this is very uh, important verse right here. So I can read it. It's so big. You, you typed it out big, so I'll okay. go ahead and read it. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believed in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Everybody knows that verse, right? Everyone knows that verse. But how about the next one? For God sent not his son into this world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. See, Mike, right there. It says that we shouldn't be sitting there condemning people because Jesus didn't come into the world to condemn people. Well, and I would agree with you. I don't think it's my job to condemn people. You know why? Because of the next verse. So I I shouldn't be, when I go out witnessing, my job is not to condemn and, and, and make those judgments. However, look at the next verse. He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already. There's a big difference there. Because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And this is the condemnation, that light has come into the world, and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil." huge difference there. So I am not bringing condemnation. They are already condemned. The sinner is already condemned because they 
this is the condemnation, that they love the darkness rather than light. So does that make sense to you guys? Is that Does that make any, you know... Yeah, well, you're not actually condemning. You're not bringing condemnation to them. You're bringing hope. Right. You're bringing yeah. truth and bringing, right. trying to get them out of the out from under the condemnation yes. by believing on Christ. Because they're already condemned. Yes. It, it is not, ba- you know, it's not my opinion. The scripture says they are already condemned. They're on their way to hell. And, it, and we're trying to bring life and bring light into the situation. And if they don't receive Christ, if they, if they don't believe on the, the, the name of the only begotten Son of God, they're going to hell. Yeah. And it's not because, uh, and, and if I didn't say anything, they are condemned by the very words that I'm bringing the gospel and saying, you're a sinner, you need Jesus. They're like, well, I disagree. Well, you're condemned already. You know, what's the point of making you feel bad and trying to condemn you? Because you're already condemned. It, it, that's just a fact. So I don't need to sit there and, and try to con. Well, I guess we could con- convince them that they're condemned. Yeah. But the I, I don't think it's that. I don't think you really need to in a lot of. I think people, if you if you ask them, uh, oftentimes, uh, you know, why should God let you into, into right. His kingdom? Right. They're going to start talking about the good things. I'm a good person. Yeah. Well, but then if you ask them, are you a good person? They have a hard time really believing that themselves. Yes. None of us really think we're good. Well, we want to go to heaven. Yeah, and we so, want to yeah. be. Yeah, we really want. So that's why I like the Ray Comfort thing, where he's just he even uses he uses the Ten Commandments. But even when you're talking to a person, like we talked about earlier about Romans two, you're like, well, you think you're a good person based on what? You know, one person says, well, because I'm, ah, because I'm I'm sincere. I'm like, really? Have you been sincere your whole life? Well, I'm not perfect. Exactly. Exactly. You're not perfect. And so they start thinking about these things and like, well, you shouldn't steal. Well, have you ever stolen something? Well, you know, we're all sinners and, you know, the excuses start coming out. But they start thinking about, yeah, okay, so I think I'm a good person, but in fact, I'm not perfect. And so maybe I'm not Hitler, as everyone always (laughs) says, and I'm not that, that... I'm not perfect, and God wants us to be perfect. I'm in trouble. What do I do? And I'm like, this is the hope now. Yes, you are condemned already, just like I was, just like you were, just like Sarah, you were. And we're condemned, but because of God's love, because He went to the cross for our sins, that you can receive this. You can be one of His children, and that is the good news that we need to give them. But we do have to make those judgments. You know, we have to declare the judgments that God has already made, that these people are dead men walking. Right. You know, they're they're already condemned. And and that is a lot of people's place right there is where they're they're walking in, in sin. Now we don't have enough time to get into well what about Christians and how do we deal with all of them and maybe we'll do another podcast specifically for how do we deal with the church and judging within the church and what does that look like is it legalism is it not legalism and what do you do with the immoral brother first corinthians 5 we don't really have much time here because we're already kind of running a little behind we're running late so anyway did you want to say anything else about john 316 and, and and onward no i'm good with that i think uh i think we, you covered it well and it's just a simple idea there's the difference between judging and condemning yes and condemnation yeah. yeah which judging and condemning very close but 
There's a difference. There's a difference. So why don't we go ahead and, Chuck, Yeah, so let's recap. go back and recap what we talked about. So we, we started off trying to understand and define what do we mean by judging, what is judging, mm-hmm. what does it mean to be judgmental. So yes. hopefully that kind of set the stage for, for what we want to discuss um, and that you understand that, that judging, um, we do judge. Everybody mm-hmm. judges. Uh, we, we're going to judge. The, the idea that we hopefully got across today is that we need to judge righteously. Right. Right. Uh, proper judgment. Proper judgment based on truth. Um, the third thing that we talked about was um, what does society and culture have to say uh, about judging? Right, right. Leave me alone. That's right. <laughs> yeah, don't judge me. Uh, don't judge me Let for me what I Let me do what I want to do. And we obviously know that's not good. No. You know, that's, that's not, they're, it's not, they're not consistent. They're not consistent in mm-hmm. what they say. No, and then, and then we finally talked about the the. We took a look into the scriptures to see what does the Bible have to say about judging. Right, and that that one was. I wish we had a little bit more time. Yeah, we do have time, but we're not going to keep going over and over. But we use the verses in in um, Matthew five. Matthew and 7. Matthew 7, I'm sorry. I'm looking at 1 Corinthians 5. <laughs> Matthew 5, Matthew 7, <laughs> and, and Romans 2, and Colossians. Uh, there's a lot of other verses on judging and condemning, and, you know, like Romans, where there's therefore no condemnation uh, for them who walk after the flesh and not of, uh, walk out of the spirit and not after the flesh. Okay. And, um, uh, but there is senses of condemnation. If you're trying to get that speck out of someone else's eyes and you have that log, be aware you are a hypocrite. So make sure you're checking yourself first. Look in the mirror at yourself first. This is this is the key. Whenever you want to help someone, when not that we don't want to do ministry until we're perfect. You know that's not the the point. No. But make sure that you got your stuff in order. That you don't you don't want to be the one that's being a hypocrite. You know, I'm helping you get out of this issue, or Chuck, you really shouldn't be drinking. Chuck doesn't drink, but uh, you know, you really shouldn't be doing that. And then I'm slipping on the side, you know, drinking. That is a hypocrite. You know that that is that's not what we're, that's what we're trying to avoid is false judging, and uh, we want to judge with proper judgment. All right. Well, you're sitting in the chick chair, and you've been kind of quiet. Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to say? From looking up all the scripture on judging, it was surprising to me that how much we actually are supposed to judge. Right. And I feel like in society, we're afraid to judge. We're afraid to have standards even. And I feel like making pro- proper judgment is biblical, and it is what God wants us to do. Having yeah. standards and making proper judgment. Not bad. Yeah. Even in a marriage, right? Even in marriage. That's good. That's good. Yeah. All right. Any last words, Chuck? I, no, I think Sarah covered it well there. There you go. We'll leave it on that. Well, cool. That sounds good. Well, thank you once again for listening. If you're listening to the podcast, uh, if you're watching on YouTube, thank you for watching. If you do like the show, please press subscribe and like and all that stuff that I don't know about. Joshua says to press a bell or something like that. I don't know. But if you like the show, please press like button and subscribe. And if you're on the podcast or whatever, please share with other friends. Uh, we're not very good at promoting the show. So please help us. Thank you very much. We hope you enjoyed listening to the Mike Charleston Show. 